You're listening to All to Playful, brought to you by Joe and Virgin Bet. Hello and welcome to All to Play For, brought to you by Joe and Virgin Bet, with me, Steve Sidwell, and Wayne Bridge. Joining us today is a true icon of the game, a Manchester City golden boy, league winner with Chelsea, but more importantly, our former teammate, a good friend of ours, and a good fan of the All to Play For podcast, Sean Wright Phillips. Right, thank you for joining us. Thanks for having me on, man. It's, uh, it's about time. You've, you've got a busy schedule at the moment. You're working. Yeah, you're on TV screens. You're everywhere. Enjoying you, it? Yeah, you left some openings for me, so I thought I'd step right in. You've been on holiday, <laughs> you? You're doing loads for City as well, aren't you? Yeah, we go, I go to Mexico and LA on Monday. So oh, it's a, good, it's a good life, isn't it? Not complaining. <laughs> How long are you away for? Only six days. Oh, just trip. a six days. Yeah, just six yeah. days. And that's for an ambassador with Manchester City. Yes, correct. Yeah, well, I did for me, Geez. I did have a couple of years <laughs> there. Say, why, why are you <laughs> not going on then? <laughs> I don't know, mate. <laughs> Mr. City got a for me. <laughs> right. See how, see how good friends we are then, shall <laughs> we? Yeah. Look, let's get straight into it. Uh, Bridgie, wow, what was it, four weeks ago we were sitting here, yeah. that World Cup, um, end of the World Cup kind of shows. Uh, the Premier League season is back up and running well and truly. We're in the thick of it now. Um, what how have you found the, uh, the, the Premier League in um, general from start to now? I know it's been a bit I'm unprecedented, probably, but... Yeah. Probably not enjoying it that much, to be honest. Yeah. Got Seems Arsenal weird. at the top and Saints at the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't particularly like the look of that. Yeah. Chelsea sat at 10th, so... Yeah, but no, it's, it's interesting. There's a lot going on, you know, with Chelsea. Um, see what happens with them. Yeah. God knows. Yeah. And um, obviously, I've mentioned Saints, just... Do you want to get out of it? No. I don't think any of my mates do. They're yeah, going to struggle. But if they can play Chelsea every week, they might have a chance. <laughs> yeah, it was a great result. But it shows you how bad Chelsea are. Yeah, yeah, we'll come on to Chelsea. Right, listen, um, it's getting tasty now. City chasing down Arsenal. Can they do it? Yeah, I think they can. I think... If, if you watch Arsenal over the season, as good as they have been, they still give up a lot of chances. And a lot of those teams haven't taken those chances. So I think there will be other opportunities for City to capitalise on. It's just whether they're at their best at that time. Do you think City will do it? Do you think they yeah, win? I do. Do you? Yeah, longevity. I think yeah. they do it, yeah. Really? I think everyone's wow. waiting for Arsenal to slip up. Yeah. And I, think even, I think even their fans know they're going to slip yeah, up at some yeah, point. yeah. I think it's going to happen, and I just can just see City pouncing. Mm. Well, look, we've got an absolute bumper weekend. City, Newcastle, Saturday. Liverpool, Manchester United on Sunday. City, they, they need to throw everything at this. Uh, obviously, with Newcastle, they're having a great season. Coming off the back of that, that cup final. I know, obviously, they lost, but still, spirit's going to be high. They're the early kickoff. If they win that, puts a little bit of pressure on Arsenal that are kicking off at 3pm against Bournemouth after. Yeah, it will do, but I think... What's the date? It's Tuesday. Yeah, so Arsenal actually got Everton tomorrow as well with that yeah. game in hand. So anything could happen there. He's done his homework. Look how much he's changed. I tell you what, that's... <laughs> I know, it's... The, <laughs> no wonder you had a late night. He's the car on the way um, <laughs> it's a, it's, Everton are fighting, do you know what they're doing? Yeah. They are fighting, so it ain't going to be an easy game for them. No. You know, two teams that are really going to put everything into it. It ain't going to be easy. I think if Arsenal get a goal... Yeah, it's over. I think it'll be over because yeah. they'll relax a bit more, but I don't think they'll be that relaxed. It's not going to be an easy game. So yeah. as long as that game goes on nil nil, yeah, Evan have got a chance. Yeah, well, look, at the moment as well, we've got a bit of FA Cup action. Uh, City were brilliant last night against Bristol City. Um, look, let's talk about the FA Cup. Right, you've won it twice, and first one was in the brand new Wembley. Bridger, you played. Yeah. Uh, what was it like? Because you played against you played in the Southampton one against Arsenal in. 
Cardiff. Yeah. So was it different playing at the new Wembley? Was there more oh, of a hype around it? Because you was the first cup final there, was it? The new Wembley. Yeah. Both d- it's difficult because, yeah, you'd rather play at Wembley. Yeah. But for Saints, to be in a cup final, the atmosphere yeah, was amazing. The build-up, yeah. like leaving the stadium to travel there, everything was just was brilliant. Yeah. So it's very difficult to compare. But you'd obviously rather play at Wembley. Yeah. But if I'm totally honest, I was I was very just focused on the game in hand. But yeah. with the Saints one, it was just for the fans. It was massive. You know, mm. they haven't been to anything like that for years. Yeah. And then the Wembley one, 2007, was it against yeah. United? Yeah, one one nil, didn't we? Yeah. 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 Rubbish Did game. He, uh, it was a rubbish game. But I remember even when Mourinho said I was starting, he's basically put me and Paolo to double up on Ronaldo. And in effect, actually won us the game because yeah. we managed to keep him as quiet as we possibly could. When did he? When did he give you the instructions that you was starting? Thursday. So the Thursday before the cup final. Yeah. He named the team or just told you? He, he didn't. I wouldn't say name the team to me, but he just told me that this is going to be your yeah. job. So we know. He's good. Yeah. Were you always, shocked to be playing or not? I wouldn't not say I was shocked. shocked. I would pleased. Say, you think you might not start? You were pleased. Yeah. Because I was pleased. I didn't always going to be start. pleased. You know what I mean when you yeah. start in a cup yeah. final, but. And against United and Ronaldo on that side, yeah, and yeah. who was in peak form at the time as well. And yeah, and we had to just, we knew if we could keep him quiet, whatever we had to do, mm. we'd done it and it, it worked. So it was just a matter of me understanding, uh, although you're an attacker, you're not an attacker today. Yeah. You have yeah. to do extra defending than more than you normally do yeah. and just get on with it. And as we all are here, we always played for the team regardless yeah. and it worked. I remember watching that game in Vegas. So I, I, was, I come right to Chelsea summer, the season after, yeah. or that's end of that summer. So I remember watching it, and obviously we'd done a night out, not going to sleep because it was on like nine in the morning, morning and yeah. watching it was a terrible game. I remember yeah, it watching it. It wasn't a terrible game. game. No. We was like half watching, like, falling asleep like this. Um, it was a terrible game, but it was great. It was great to be involved in. Well, of course, because with won. the United, it was with the United fans. Yeah, it was like we hated each other so <laughs> much. <laughs> and I just remember Ash come on. Because I was shocked to be playing. I know I played the games in the lead-up, but with Ash being there in the final, I thought he'd play. But he didn't. He came on, and I ended up playing in front of him. But I remember when we scored, and Ash kept going up to the fans, going, chins up, you want chins up? (laughs) (laughs) Just winding them up. And it was brilliant, because they were just devastated. (laughs) It was heated then, wasn't it? That that, that spell where it was Chelsea-Arsenal the whole time. Leicester obviously got got knocked out last night. Uh, against uh, Blackburn, Blackburn yeah. wasn't it? So cup upset. So the following season at Chelsea, I signed. I thought I'm going to try and get a trophy, um, but we got knocked out to Barnsley, if you remember. In, yes. was it, was it like late stages, qualifier rounds. Oh, I definitely played. Why did you bring well. that game up? Um, <laughs> f- like f- favourite moment, I suppose, for the, for the magic of the cup, cup upsets. Have you got any ones that ring a bell? Has been a lot of those in my career, to be, to be honest, at my time or between Chelsea watched. and all oh, that I've watched. Yeah. Was there any at Chelsea that got knocked out too? Obviously, Barnsley was a big one. It's been, it's been a few, and there's been because there's always banana skins with big teams, and I think sometimes managers think that they can just bring players out of the cold yeah. into a game like that and just expect it to click. Yeah. I yeah. think football's changed now, whereas there's so much rotation that a lot of players always have game time. Mm. So even if they do make that switch, they're already game ready. Yeah. They're not rusty. They don't have to... So it, times are so different now. Yeah. So uh, I've done a bit of homework last night. Did you? Oh, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> go on then. Unlike me, I know. <laughs> uh, Oldham Liverpool. 
Oldham Liverpool. Yeah, wow. remember that one? No. The Oldham? Yeah, 3-2, no. I think it was. Was it? Yeah. I remember the old pitch, it was dry, dusty. Yeah, yeah. Oldham was... Yeah, it's yeah. bad. And then um, another one, the final, Wigan. Yeah, I was going to say that. Do yeah. you know why? Do your homework? No. Do you know why? <laughs> why? Ben Watson scored. Yeah. And people have said to me before, I've been out on the pad, they've gone, Ben Watson. And I've just, <laughs> just gone, yeah, in the yeah. end, because you, you just end up going, you they can't They almost bomb. went down that season, well, didn't they? Yeah. Did they get relegated to win the FA they Cup? They, no, they, no, I think they got relegated. Yeah, they did. They got relegated. I was doing my own work that way. Yeah, they got relegated. Yeah, but I, I live off that. I've had to, people have bought me drinks off that. Oh, ben Watson nice. scoring in the FA Cup final, um, and just gone through with it. So, uh, so look, let's talk about FA Cup quickly. Favourites to win it: Man City six to four, Man United seven to two. A lot of people, a lot of Man United fans, are putting bets on for them to do the quadruple here. They're getting carried away after last week. Yeah. Spurs, 11-2. to two. You might as well take them out. Uh, and Brighton, 15-2. to two. Uh, Who do you your, say? There's your sleeping giant right there. Who? Brighton. Brighton. To yeah. win the FA Cup, yeah? I think people underestimate them. They've done, like, they've done amazing, haven't they? If you look at them over the last three years in general, even under Potter, like, yeah. they battered Chelsea numerous of times. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Gave City a run for their money, especially yeah. with possession. Liverpool, you saw what happened to them this year. So... Whatever big teams they come up against, they, they don't shy away from the challenge ever, do they, really? It's like nothing's changed, is it? Since Potter's gone, Deserby's come in, his same and sort of kind of football and just... And he just brought off. more goals to yeah. the table for Brighton. Yeah, yeah. And that's all they were missing, really, yeah. wasn't it? So, yeah, a little bit of luck. They? they played City, didn't they, in the semi-final a few years back yeah. and they never really turned up. It was just more of an enjoy the occasion Th- kind of day. They'll definitely turn up this time. Yeah, yeah. tipping yeah. them as outsiders, yeah? Brighton, 15-2 yeah. to two there. Um, right. We're going to play our new Virgin Bet Builder game. Each week, our friends at Virgin Bet have picked out a match for us to do five predictions. Match result, correct score, and first goal scorer. Uh, Then there's going to be two mystery markets of their choosing. Each correct prediction will win you a point. The harder the prediction, the more the points, okay? If our guests beat you over the series, all right, you're going to owe me dinner, all right? So not each week. No, nope, over the course of the yeah. series, okay. But if you beat our guests, starting with Ray, okay, then I'll buy you dinner. So it's buy me dinner each week. No, at the end all of right, the series. All right, all right. <laughs> all right, just stay with me. Stay with I'm me. I'm with you. <laughs> okay, so this week's fixture is one of the most heated rivalries in England. It's Liverpool <clears throat> versus Manchester United. Right, Bridgie, you're up first, okay. So who's going to win the game? I fancy United. It's always a close game, but Liverpool have been poor, so I fancy them to nick it. Okay, so United to win. First goal scorer? My man Rashford, he's been on fire. Like so it. Going for him. Yep, and the score. Exactly. Like score. It's always tight. going to go 2 1. 2 1. 2 1 United, 2-1 United, Rashford. United Rashford. Yep, right to you, you going for? Um, definitely United. Oh, definitely United. Yeah, for yep. me. I think 3 1 will be the score. 3 1, so one more than Bridgie. And I think Workhorse will score the first goal. Wow. He's due Outsider. a goal. Yeah, I just feel like he's due a goal. He's right. had some close calls, the ball, and they are chucking crosses in the box as well, which is one of his strong points. Okay, and that's first goal scorer as well, by yeah. the way. Yeah. You think he's gonna get the first goal? Yeah. Big one, Thanks, big mate. one. Um, points higher. All right, so there's there's three there's three predictions. Okay, a curveball now for the for the additional two. So traditionally, this is a spicy game. So our mystery markets for this week is a player to be carded, and. Over or under five cards. Okay, so right, you can go first on this one. A player to be carded, and is it going to be over five cards or under five cards for the game? Definitely right. over five cards. Yeah, especially with Casemiro and Fabinho oh, in there. Casemiro, <laughs> don't pick it up, Casemiro. 
<laughs> and Casemiro to get the first one. Okay. Bridgie, over or under first? Do you know what? I'm going to go under. Yeah. Just because the way the football is. I think if you go back a few years, I think you definitely, definitely. go over. But the way football is these days, um, you can't get away with as much. So I'm going to go under. But don't, I'm also... Don't, don't, if you can't get away with much, don't that lead to more yellow cards? No, because I just think players are a bit more careful because you can get sent off a lot easier these days. Mm. So that's what I'm going for. Under? And can I choose... This? Yeah, under. I'm going yeah. under. Yeah. Can I choose Casemiro as well? Because I, I thought... Well, it was yeah, you can yeah. if you want to. You're, you're both get a point if he gets... To, yeah. Um... Leveling up the playing field, ain't you? Trying to pick the same... Oh, I hate losing. <laughs> you know I hate losing. <laughs> <laughs> um... <coughs> so I'm going to be here. Yeah, I'm going to. Uh, I wanted to go Casemiro, but I'll go Fabinho and mix it up a bit. Yeah. All right. And under. Fabinho okay. and under. Quite similar then. Quite similar. Could be a, a, a tasty one, this. Um, well, there's our predictions. If you want to make yours and build your bet, just download the Virgin Bet app and head to your bet builder. Please visit Virgin Bet for full terms and conditions. You've got to be over 18 to play and please gamble responsibly. Okay, look, let's look forward to this weekend's action. We spoke City Newcastle. The other big one is Liverpool versus Manchester United. Let's look at some other games though. Arsenal versus Bournemouth. Now they kick off at 3 p.m. We mentioned it earlier on. Uh, it's a big game considering City playing earlier on puts the pressure right on Arsenal. They are home against Bournemouth. Um, how do you think this one's going to go for Arsenal? I think, for me, Arsenal will blow them away. I think once they get the first goal, I feel like the floodgates will open, especially at the Emirates. I think <sighs> Arsenal, at the minute, I think people, and including myself, we need to give them a little bit more respect on what they've achieved in the season so far. Being the first time in that position, mm. having a team like City, who's been through this for the last five years, chasing you, isn't easy to deal with. And for a Possibly youngest squad in the Premier League. I yeah. think they've handled it really well. Yeah, they have. They have. They've been brilliant, haven't they? Yeah, they've been great. I just think oh, I really want them to slip up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think it just depends how the City game goes. I think if City win, there's definitely the pressure on them. And, you know, Bournemouth are fighting. And it's, I can just see one of them, even City sometimes, slipping up against the lesser team because they're either too relaxed. But I think if, if City... City lose, it's just a massive opportunity. Yeah. Or if they draw, it's a massive opportunity for Arsenal. That'd just be, they'd be so well up. They'd just be well up for it, like drilling it into each other. Like yeah. this is it. So it just depends how the game goes. Yeah. How did you guys find it when? Because obviously you was when you was playing in the peak of your careers, you was fighting for titles, and that that was at the time when the TV was sort of controlling the schedule of the game. So yeah. what? How did you find it when you played before the early kickoff or later? What did you prefer? Was you? If you was like, say for instance, it was Chelsea Man U and you had the twelve o'clock kickoff and Man U at three. I'll go early. Yeah, me personally, I'll run around the points. That's what I say. It plays in your mind yeah. what's happened before. Yeah, and hundred percent yeah. puts more pressure on you then to yeah. go out after. You just rather have the points on the board. Do you know what I mean? Then once you've done your part, yeah. then it's like yeah. over to yeah. you. Let's you see can't what you then can do. Blame what's happened on what you what's happened before because yeah. it's played with your mind and things and the manager so. Yeah. We've thrown it away because yeah. of this. Like, I think it's good to just get it out of the way. Well, look, they are having a wobble, Arsenal. They've had a few draws. They scraped past Villa last yeah. week. So is this... Everyone was waiting for them to you know, have the shake. City have... I mean, they've, they've won a game. They've had a bit of a stutter as well. So there's still points 
to be dropped. Is that what you're saying? Even yeah. from now to in, from City and Arsenal. Yeah, loads. definitely. There's still yeah, a long loads. way to go. But you can see City go on a run of ten games unbeaten. Oh, you can. Oh, definitely. Yeah, the way they're playing of late, the last few games, I think yeah. they've been brilliant. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, but I feel like every time they get momentum to go into that run, they come up against a team like say in the top six. Yeah, who are trying to put things together and causing a lot of other teams' problems. So they never get full momentum normally it's like a few teams that you expect them to be yeah and that's what happened and then they go and draw against Forest. yeah not because they didn't have the chances to win just because the chances didn't go yeah, in the back yeah, of the net yeah and that can happen in football yeah i mean it puts a pressure on arsenal for sure look arsenal they're two to nine favorites to win odds on for arsenal to score more than two and a half goals so um yeah the bookies are fancying arsenal strongly there uh, let's talk chelsea i know we don't really want to um <laughs> chelsea fans look away a season that we've had, especially uh, if you look at the reverse fixture, Ellen Road, they play Leeds at home. Uh, that's going to be a difficult one, isn't it? I mean, they're on a, they're on a real, they're on the ropes to Chelsea at the moment, aren't they? Every game is difficult for them at the moment. I think it's, it's weird though, because although they're not scoring many goals before the Spurs game on the weekend, it wasn't the lack of creating chances. They yeah. had the chances, they was creating them, but mm. they didn't have person really to put them in the back of the net. And then when I watch the Spurs game. It's gone from one extreme to the other where there was pretty much hardly any chances really yeah. made anyway, yeah. full chances. So the one thing they will have against Leeds is Leeds play open football. No matter yeah. who's taken over, Leeds will give up a lot of chances. And they do have the quality there to to take those chances. It's just yeah. they need that horrible spell that they're in to change, don't they, really? Every week, I think everyone, Chelsea fans, definitely think and saying, oh, maybe this week, maybe this week, something's going to change, but it just doesn't. It's going on and on and on. There's just a lot going on there. You know, players they need to get rid of. They brought a lot of players in. New manager, new... Like, it's just so much going on. as well. Lots of injuries. There's so much going on and you want to give Potter time because you feel like he was a good manager and he'd done well at Brighton. He's a good coach, but... I'm just not sure how well he's dealing with the amount of players you've got. I don't mm. think just... anyone could deal with that, though. Like, it doesn't matter what the manager is. It's, they're not small egos. It's not like the players that he's leaving out are, like, little... They're all elite international players, so yeah. it's going to be hard for but any like, manager. When you look at managers, like, when I think of, like, Mourinho and people like that, he would have... I felt like he would have been able to deal with players. Maybe not in the right way, but there would have been certain players, you know, well, these are my players now... The other players that you think need to get rid of, I reckon he might have just like. Yeah, but that's that's what I'm saying. I think Potter should do. I think he should find these 24, mm-hmm. work with that 24. Yeah, and not saying forget the rest, but start your preparation. You're trying to keep them on side yeah. when you need them. But it's being honest with them, maybe. But he, once you've signed into that squad of 24, mm. effectively, if you're not in that 24 as rude as it sounds, you can't use them yeah, regardless yeah. of you have an injury or not. And it so. depends on the player's mentality, like, <laughs> yeah. what they like. Because I feel like... That's strange. And I'm going to say it's because it's us here, but I feel like if we were the ones that were left out, if we ever... If we were training still, we'd put yeah, the Yeah, you'd still in, drive training. And if yeah. you were then put in the team, you'd still do what you could for the team. Yeah. I look at some players and I'm like, you can see they just look so half-hearted. Yeah. yeah. And well, they look like they'd be trouble around the dressing room. You boys would have played in, obviously, Chelsea and City for, for, for starters. So you'd have had it day by day where Potter's this scenario where you've got 25, 30 egos, where how big or small they are. How hard would, or did you see it at Chelsea and City in terms of the, the like similar scenarios, what Potter's going through here? Can you remember like any... any 
times at Man City where you had a say. squad of 25, but you had 10, oh, like well, five or six world-class players just sort of training with those 21s or the 23s. A, I think it's happened for me at both of the clubs, especially a spare with Mourinho, where I was kind of... I wasn't wasn't going to be first choice, but I always felt like part of the team, I trained with the team, I always put the effort in. Yeah. But he kept me yeah, on around. Side. He kept me on side, he kept me around the team. Whereas at Man City, Man City just went like that, you were the kids. Yeah. And it's like, fair enough, he was never going to use me again, and I knew that. Yeah. But I never caused any problems. I wasn't one of them. There would be yeah. players that would, like Adibar, you know what he was yeah. like? He, would, right. he was with so me, with the, the kids. We had Bellamy, now. Yeah, so he's got to decide, you know, are you going to keep, try and keep these players on board yeah. and keep them around? And if they're bad eggs, for me, you just go, you're over there, you, mm. you're gone. But obviously, I don't know if he's answering to people at higher up in the club as well. Yeah. I just feel, well, there's there's always going to be egos at those two clubs. I think the hardest part is how the manager deals with it, which you said. But for me, like I said, I keep going back to it. Like You've got a squad of 33 players. There's, what, 11 to 8 of them. 8 to 11 of them. That's, never, that's not in a squad no longer. Yeah. You did separate it. He needs to start focusing on next season and getting the team playing how bright Harry had Brighton playing. If yeah. he can get those elite players playing like that, to a degree, they're going to be untouchable. Because if you can do that with Brighton and you can get elite players at international level to do the similar thing, it's going to be a better, better standard of quality. Yeah. So I, mean, I, look, I would leave him in there, personally. Yeah. Look, Grandpa, he's got to be feeling the pressure. They've spent £598 million, only two wins in the league since uh, in 2023. They've only scored six goals, I think, as well, since November. It feels as though... He's got the backing of Todd Bowley and they're stringing it out, but you feel as though it's only around the corner that the fans could kick off. And if they do kick off and start protesting, that then just speeds up the process, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. But I think it's a tricky one. I think if, if the owners are backing him and they've said publicly they are, well, Todd, Todd Bowley has yeah. anyway, um, I think they have, to, they have to ride it out with him. Mm. Um, I think as soon as they do what the fans want, not saying that the fans don't deserve the right to voice their opinion, but as soon as they go that way... What's to say if another manager comes in and they don't like him, they're going to do the same thing again, yeah. then they might get stuck in the yeah. situation. So I think for me personally, I think fans, players, everyone who watches them got to understand Chelsea are going through a massive transition right yeah. now. Yeah. They've got to get players out, they've got to get players in, which they most probably will do again in the summer. Potter's come in halfway through the season. Not only has he come in, he's come in and I think 10 or 11 new players have come in that yeah. he has to fit in. He's had to change the squads. So I think for him to even implement the way he wants to play, he hasn't even had time to do that yet because every time he starts building the players into the way he plays, there's another influx of players. So it's almost like he has to start those training sessions and those lessons all over again to fit the new players into the way he wants to play. So yeah. there, there's so many moving parts that I think a lot of people, myself and everybody else, do not understand. So I think he needs time to do that and yeah. pre-season's where he will get them. I think you're bang on. I think he needs needs to the end of the season. It looks as though they spent the money to kind of try and buy the Champions League. Mm. League's out of the question. Uh, I worked with, with, with Graham Potter, obviously, when I was at the 18s at Brighton. I used to watch him a lot and he is a fantastic coach, obviously. Now he's a different ball game where he is with, with Chelsea, understandably. But I think with the injuries that he's got, the players has come in, the big, the bloated squad, I think he does he does uh, deserve a bit of time. Look, Chelsea, despite their poor run of form, they are favourites to win this. They're 5-8 to eight to win, Leeds 9-2. to two. The Leeds, just quickly, they could have a new manager in charge, um, Javi Grazia. He's done a great job at Watford. Do you think Leeds can get a result here and be safe this season? Or do you see them possibly going down? I think it'd be. I don't think you can write them off this game at all. 
no. when, when you look at the way Chelsea are. So, you know, look at what Southampton did against Chelsea. Chelsea, Chelsea it's like Southampton are very, very poor. You know, all my, all my mates are Southampton and, like, it's miserable for them at the moment in the WhatsApp groups. Yeah. So I, I just think, I think it's strange that they're that much favourites, to be honest. I yeah. think... I think Leeds have got a massive chance of taking points against them. OK. Look, let's go to the big one. Liverpool versus Manchester United. Um, we've obviously had your predictions beforehand. You see Man United winning this. Look, they're in a good run of form, aren't they, at the moment, United? Rashford's obviously flying. Uh, they're creeping up quietly behind Arsenal and City. Can they can they make a late charge to to win the league? I don't want to say yes because I'm a blue. But... Yeah, I, would, I, I wouldn't say yes because I'm a blue, and I don't like United either. If I'm totally honest, um, but it's the way something's definitely changed. Something's yeah. clicking, clicking with them. And They're flying, aren't they? Come they on. are flying, and Rash. I'm, I'm buzzing for Rashford because he's he definitely went for a spare where it just wasn't working for him, and you know you hear him behind the scenes. He's working hard in the gym, extra training, and he's absolutely flying. Yeah. So I'm buzzing for him as much as I'm not buzzing for United. Um, but something has definitely clicked. And like you said, they're quietly moving along. And I get, guarantee you that the players in there will be feeling confident. You know what it's like you're playing a team and you go out each week yeah. and you feel like you're going to win. Yeah. You feel like everything's going to go yeah. well. I feel like that's what's happening with United at yeah. the moment. They're only eight points. Arsenal 57, City 55... United, 49. And eight points off the top. Yeah, the, the, what they've got, though, is they've got that mentality that, you know, sometimes when teams just don't play well, yeah, they seem to still be able to win. I don't think throughout the season, I've, I could say I've watched Man United and said, oh, they've been outstanding. They just know right now how to win games and they have that experience in there with, obviously, Casemiro. I have to put Luke Shaw in there because I think he's been one of their best players this season. And um, when you've got a player like Rashford, who seems to be able to score even when he hasn't touched the ball, he, he's gained something in his performance as well. But the worry for me with United is if anything happens to Rashford, who gets their goals? Mm. Because they don't really share the load really that well. He's got to be one of the top strikers in Europe at the moment, isn't he? Oh, it has to be, yeah. has to be. His form is fine. Yeah, has to be the best for, for a while That's well. why I think they smoke Liverpool. Because I don't think Trent will, or Milner will be able yeah. to contain Rashford. How much uh, credit... Has got to go down to Ten Hag to because you think about we're only what four or five months away from when they got when they got beat to Brentford, wasn't it? When they got smashed at Brentford and they walk off the pitch and you're thinking, wow, these are miles off it. This is yeah, not United, you, and well, then all of a sudden, a lot of credit, There's a lot of credit, she, especially with all the Ronaldo stuff that's exactly. gone on, just everything, the way he's dealt with everything. That's what I mean. He's you know, when I talked about Potter and then someone Mourinho handling it different, I feel like he just knows what he's going to do, he's going to stick to his guns, yeah. And he, Looks like he knows how to treat players and kind of maybe like, how to get the best out of them. It's yeah. kind of like done it my way or the highway sort of thing. Yeah. Pretty much taken over like a Fergie sort mm. of role where he said you no know, one player is bigger than Manchester United or any football yeah. club. And I think the fact that they're getting results, the players are responding to it even more as yeah. well. And to win a cup on, on the back of that, they're going to do nothing Big but cup. listen to what he says because it's working. Yeah, there's definitely a respect there. Look, quick one on Liverpool. They're in a bit of a slump. Um, Chalk and cheese to, to United. What's what's going to go on? What's going to go on there at Liverpool? I mean, why why are they been so poor? It might be another season? transition thing from M midfield as well. I, I think, think. Yeah, injuries. I wouldn't necessarily say so much injuries for me. I think if if you look back over the what the last five years, for a start, how how we managed to keep the same eleven players fit for nearly three to five years is beyond me. Yeah. To, to start with, but I think 
the players in middle were burnt out because they did a lot of running. They're the two people, especially Fabinho and Henderson, were the two people that allowed Trent and Robinson to get that high up the pitch. Now that those guys go that high, I don't think that the midfield have the legs now to, yeah. to cover those positions and it's leaving our centre-backs wide open every time. Do you think he's been too loyal to that squad? Yeah. yeah. Some of them should have gone. He, you look at how cutthroat Fergie some was will, down the way and Jose. He's just it's, maybe a one or two seasons. Way, they have, I don't know if you can say they've overachieved, but they've achieved a lot. Oh, they've yeah. done yeah, the so well. Frightening. They've yeah. done so well. For such a thin squad. The bit they're going through at the moment, I think it's the fans have felt it more because of what they've achieved. Yeah. Um, but things have got to change. I think players have to go and some have to come in, definitely. I, got think, to. I think it's also letting go of the wrong players. I think I don't think he realised how much Mane yeah. would have Mane been a massive sure. miss. The amount of important games he scored in when their backs were against the wall. Yeah. Was, was unbelievable, and I think they're suffering from that as well. Top still. player. Well, look, it's still a tight one. Uh, Liverpool are 7-5, to five and United are 7-4. to four. We've got a little bet builder here from Virgin Bet. Uh, match result, Man United to win, Marcus Rashford to score any time in the match, over eight corners for both teams combined, and Fred to receive a card in the match. You get 19-1. to one. I think that's... You can't go back on yours. Um, look, what really happened? Uh, righty, look, you was there, Sergio Aguero, that that goal, the special goal. Uh, look, you was at the beginning of the City project, yeah. and then on that day you was obviously on the opposite team, so you see a bit of fruition that that, that, that happened. What was your feelings on that day in terms of because QPR was was battling relegation to go down? But then there's got to be a side where you want City to win the league as well. Can you I remember? was playing against United that day. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Sunderland. Yeah, I was on loan at Sunderland. Yeah. I was oh, playing right. against yeah, them, yeah. <laughs> so, right, so let's go with righty first. So, then, at, so what was the feelings on the day, first of all? Because obviously you want to stay up. You want to stay up. But obviously you, there's a side that you're, you want the City yeah, boys to do it. Yeah, of course. It, it worked out perfectly in the end, obviously. But, I mean, on the, um, at the actual week building up to that, because obviously it was me, Joey Barton and Nader Manua that all came through the City yes, Academy yeah, yeah. and were all in QPR. So we're preparing to obviously stay up, but at the same time we could stop our team yeah. <laughs> from winning the league. So it was a weird mix of emotions week. But once we got to the game, we just said, to hell with it. Like yeah. We want to stay up. We're, yeah. we're going to do our thing. And we was doing okay. We was in a position where we had the three points and everything. And... I remember it clearly because I think we broke. It went out for a throw-on. And instead of taking our time, Jay Boothroy runs over, picks up the ball, takes this throw-on. Yeah. City get it back. <laughs> then, and then they go back the other end. But the, the, the speed of how the swing of the game changed was incredible. From like 2-1 to 2-2 to 3-2 was all in the space of, I think, like seven minutes. Yeah. And it was just, I was like, wow. And then we found out, obviously, the news. So then, it, like I said, it was, was it worked out a dream. So, what did it feel like when Jekyll scores the header? Are you still thinking, oh, they're not, they're not going to get another one? We've, you know, because like, there was minutes to go, wasn't it? Yeah, I'm Literally. thinking it's a draw, aren't I? Yeah. Draw, draw is perfect for both teams, yeah. effectively. Well, not well, because yeah, because yeah, Husey, yeah, because yeah. Husey got in, basically said we're we're fine at the minute. Yeah, but that was at two two. So you're getting messages from the dugout yeah, onto well, the pitch? Yeah, well, only a few of us knew because we was on that side. Right. He's saying, just just relax, we're yeah, good yeah. right now, sort of thing. And wow. then obviously it goes down the other end and then 
boom, Aguero. And when he put it in, what did you think? Did you think, wow, what a goal that is? Or I was like, for sake. <laughs> really? Because you're thinking you're down and City have won the lit and, and they've won. Is that, what you're, is, is that what you're thinking then? Um, yeah. Like, I was thinking all the hard work we'd done yeah. leading up to it, the preparation, pretty much worked. Sparky, Husey, all these tactics yeah, yeah. worked yeah. perfectly until that final detail and to a point where, if I remember, Balotelli was on the floor. Nadam's gone to get the ball and he slid and kind of just moved it away with his foot. But into Aguero's yeah. space perfectly. Once a man like that gets in there, he just brute force, wasn't it? It wasn't like yeah. clinical nights. He's like, I'm going to yeah. hit this as hard as I can. And it just flew What a in. moment. It was brilliant. So, so you were on loan at, at Sunderland then yeah. from City. Yeah. So what was it like then at, uh, at a stadium like then? Was it... Well, the ending was... It was yeah, I bet it was, you loved the ending. To be honest, I went to Sunderland on loan, but I had a chance to go somewhere else. I wasn't sure about going to Sunderland and my agent talked me into going. At the end of the game, I was just like, oh, get me out of here, because it was the worst decision I've ever made. <laughs> <laughs> but I remember being, uh, I forget, Wayne Rooney on a corner, and uh, I said, oh, and I said, oh, I think they're losing, because I heard someone in the crowd, and he's like, oh, they went, oh, let me get a goal. I thought, oh, yeah, all right. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I just remember the end of the game, and it was, there was some, not a lot, but there was some Man United fans half celebrating. Yeah. And then, yeah, I, I remember, I just get me out of here, because I wanted to get out of, out of there because it didn't go too well for me up there. And, um, yeah, I didn't think nothing of it. I just thought Man United had it. Mm. And then all of a sudden, it was just like, yeah, it's done. Just done. Couldn't, yeah. Couldn't believe it. Brilliant. So good. Memorable. So memorable. Um, look, you two obviously go way back. You know each other really well. <laughs> Any stories to, to well, fly around? Really I know yeah, the, the majority lost, of yeah, them yeah. we won't be probably able to, a... to air, but um, what's, your most, what's your most memorable probably. times together? Probably a few. Got a night out in Moscow. City, <laughs> you were there on that one. I won't mention that one. Um, maybe a, a couple in, couple of holidays in Vegas. Yeah. Um, me getting two weeks' wages fine because of him. <laughs> you got fined. Hold on, wait, 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 wait. Hold on, wait. You got fined two weeks' wages. Yeah, two weeks' wages. And it's right yeah. his fault. Yeah. Right, come on. Yeah. Why? Um, well, I've got some football <laughs> memories as well. Do you know what? It was, um, I think it was a Sunday and I went out with Craig Bellamy um, and we just went for a few drinks, um, like a bit, bit of a day session and ended up going back to my hotel because I was still stay, staying in the hotel at the time. And then early, well, mid-evening, I got a phone call off uh, right again. Oh, we're going to go out tonight. Do you fancy it? And I was like, oh, I've been out all day. He said, oh, come on, come. I was like, all right, I'll come. <laughs> and uh, I said, if I come, you've got to make sure I come home with you and stay at yours and you take me to training. Like that was, I remember saying that to him. I remember going, and then we went out. Obviously, the rest of it was a bit of a blur. And then I got woke up by housekeeping. In your hotel room? In my room. hotel room. So <laughs> oh, he obviously didn't take me home. No. <laughs> um, and then like, other clubs calling, wondering where you are. So I must have rocked up. I think training had finished by the time I'd rocked up, innit? It was like I think half so. I 12, think did some running, right? one o'clock. So where was your teammate when you need him? <laughs> oh, mate, yeah. I know. <laughs> Like, Hold on, let me finish the story. No, no, he ain't finished yet. He's not finished yet. So I walk in, like, my head down, thinking, oh, no, there's no way I could disguise it. I no. look to state. So Hughes, he calls me, and he's going, what's going on? I went, I didn't... I should have said it was Sean's fault, but I never... <laughs> I said, I went out for a few beers, and then it ended up going a bit longer than it should have, and... Uh, 
Now I'm saying, yeah, I didn't lie, I was just honest. Because he's honestly, he's got me away with a few fines before, but he said, you know, it's not good enough, don't do it again. Um, two weeks' wages, fine. I was just devastated. That's a worst thing about it was I went in the change room, the lads were all laughing at me, it was the worst thing. <laughs> but then, like, but to be fair to Sparky, it was brilliant of him. Um, I'm just waiting for it to come out in yeah. two months. That's down, a big hit, that oh, is it's massive, weeks. yeah. And um, he went to me, no, the lads, I'm not taking it off you. The lads know they can't uh, Fair play. F around no yeah. more. They won't do it because they know you've been fined two weeks' wages, so yeah. they ain't going to take it. Wow. I don't know what he's going to say, but it's probably a lie. <laughs> 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 he's the hardest man to keep track of when we're both drinking at the same time. So I can't True. babysit. <laughs> True. <laughs> at the same I did time. ask you to babysit me before I went out, though. <laughs> <laughs> Look, Ray, for me, thank you so much for coming on. You've been an absolute joy, a pleasure. Uh, before we go, uh, football's in the genes, obviously. It runs through the family. DiMaggio is uh, on loan at Northampton at the moment, isn't he, from Stoke? Yeah. So how's his football career going? It's been a bit of a roller coaster, to be honest with you. I think the manager before, when, when he had his debut, he was flying in the championship, done really, really well, got himself a couple of goals. That manager gets the sack. Yeah. New one comes in and just for no particular reason, didn't even give him a chance to play bad, just never played him. So for a young kid already, his mental strength's already been tested. So for me personally, I think that's good for him. But at the same time, you also, being a dad, you want him to play football and show what he's capable of. So for the next few months, he's on loan at Northampton. And I said, just go and enjoy it, basically. And same thing's happened to him again there. He's right. gone on loan there and manager hasn't really played him either. So... For whatever reason he's, he got on yesterday and so now hopefully he will kick on do you get to watch him much? I do when I'm not working I'm going to try and go up there on Saturday I yeah. don't know how that's going to end up going out with Joe and Bridgie the day before but <laughs> let's, let's, <laughs> let's see what happens yeah he's, he's actually really really good his football IQ is really high to he, be looks good. he looks good yeah. Does it, do you reckon he's ever felt the pressure or the pressure because of you and your dad and what you achieved or anything like that? No, kind of, I've kind of always stared him away from it. I just said, don't, if people ask you, say you don't really care about yeah. us. It's not about me. It's not about your uncle. It's not about your granddad. It's just about you creating your own paths in football. Yeah. You, you play completely different to all of us mm. as we've all played completely different to each other. So the path that he walks is the path that he chooses and creates. He's got a great uh, celebration, isn't he? We've been telling him to stop. <laughs> he needs it. to stop it's that so as well. Dangerous. Really? Yeah. I know flips. it is. Yeah, yeah but it's flip. high. Really like, high, yeah. yeah. like he does a full backflip, but straight body, no crouching. And he gets right, like, right over. And next one's my daughter, isn't it? My nine-year-old. She plays for Arsenal, don't she? Does she, she really? Yeah. Wow. She's both Great times well. come through well with <laughs> women's football. Yeah, exactly. Brilliant. Brilliant. Well, look, we wish him the best of luck. Thank you so much for coming on. Remember to find us on the Joe YouTube channel or wherever you get your podcast from. You have been listening to the All to Play For podcast brought to you by Joe and Virgin Bet. We'll see you next time.